Today's daf is Maseches Ksubos Daf Nun Vav. We learned in the Mishnah the opinion of Rabbi Meir, which we follow the halacha in the final conclusion. We discussed in more depth that a husband who reduces the standard amount of the ktuba payout, the marriage document payout, renders that marriage document null and void, and the relationship is now considered a relationship of znut, a relationship of licentiousness. The Gemara infers from here, even if he made a tanai, a stipulation which the wife agreed to, the stipulation is null and void. As the Gemara, but we know Rabbi Meir's opinion, the area of stipulations of Tanai, is that anyone who is matzneel mashikatu b'torah, person makes a stipulation that goes against a explicit principle, explicit verse in the Torah, that stipulation, that Tanai, is going to be null and void. But if it's a Tanai, if it's a stipulation on something that is only rabbinic, such as the Ketuba, it would not be null and void. Answers the Gemara, that Rabbi Meir holds... Ketuba Midoraita. Ketuba is biblical, and therefore the stipulation would indeed be null and void. Here's the problem. When a person makes a stipulation, a person makes a tanai, what he's saying is if the stipulation criteria doesn't happen or follow through, he's not interested in the action and the results. How could something occur and take root without his affirmation? So the example that we want to discuss is that when a man says, we're going to learn about the responsibilities of a husband to his wife. If a man says, we're going to go and be engaged, we're going to be betrothed, you're betrothed to me, on condition that I don't have to pay any of your physical needs. I don't have to provide you with any of your physical needs. Clothing and physical needs and uh, needs, intimate needs, all those parts of the physical relationship. So if he says that, he follows all the rules of the of the stipulation. He makes a perfect stipulation. He uses the language as well as he claims that if he becomes obligated in paying out these items, then the betrothal is not enacted. So luckily speaking, this is a stipulation against the Torah, which obligates Torah obligates a man to provide for his wife's physical needs. Therefore, this stipulation, this tonight, is null and void, yet they are still betrothed. But how does it work if it's against the will of the husband? He doesn't actually want to be betrothed. Well, let's understand from the way Tosos and Asukya points out the following. The biblical concept and rules of stipulations of Tanai are learned from the Parsha of Bnei Gada Benu Reuven, which come at the end of Sefer Bamidbar. We will return to this in more depth when we learn Baba Basra, please God. In a nutshell, these two tribes come to Moshe requesting to settle their families on the other side of the Jordan, Aver Hayardin. Moshe required of them to fight with the rest of the nation, go into the land of Israel, in the battles for Eretz Yisrael, and only afterward you go ahead and settle in that area. So we have a Tanai agreement, we have a stipulation. If these tribes join the others to battle for the land of Israel, then they'll be granted those lands to settle their families. And Tatosa says that if it were not, if it were not for the laws of Tanai, stipulations, which are learned from this Parsha, Bnei Gad, Bnei Ruvain, the tribes of Gad and Ruvain, one would not be able or allowed to limit and stipulate an action. The action would just take place. It would take root. Therefore, since the entire source of stipulations of Tanaim operates based on that parsha, it needs to follow the same structure, otherwise it's going to be null and void. And I saw the word-for-word quoted from Shlomo Zabonoruch, Mecha Shlomo Chelekalf, Simon Pei, Oz Zayin. I understand, says Shlomo Zabonoruch. The Ha, Kol Inyan, Shall tonight, this whole Indian of tonight, of stipulation, move on the Everybody understands. Everybody understands. Why we have to learn it out? We understand the concept of a stipulation. We need a special way to learn it from the Torah. What's the, what's the idea behind this? The idea explains the essence of the halacha principle of tonight, of stipulation, is that it is tangential to the action. It's not part and parcel. It's not. 
a a attachment. It's not a, a, a essential inherent to the action. But the chiddush of the Torah is that despite it being tangential, this is the novel idea. In other words, the action is full and complete. It says, we're going to be betrothed. But along comes, he adds on the side tangential thing. It's based on, the, the betrothal is based on some stipulation. That's by established as, as legitimate. It, 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 it hinges on this stipulation. Therefore, in the question we raise, how could the kiddushin, how could the betrothal actually take place, is because he said, he shows that he wants to get married. Had he said something else in his stipulation, I'm not going to get engaged to you with this way, and I don't want to be obligated. That shows he doesn't want to be chosen. Therefore, the power of a stipulation is in a person speaking in words that can literally uproot a reality. The Torah places great weight on what we can do with our words. The rest is up to our control.